Welcome to Parenting Without Getting Up, a podcast with three dads talking about fatherhood, life, and bicycles. My name is Will. I'm Josh. And I'm Gary. Welcome, everybody, to episode 44 of Parenting Without Getting Up. And they said it wouldn't last. <laughs> um, we have, as you may have noticed, uh, Josh is, I'm sorry, Josh is here. Joe is not with us tonight. Um, he is actually, uh, he had other plans like uh, coaching my kids uh, baseball practice. <laughs> so uh, we do have filling in for him, though. We have my good friend Gary. Um, and Gary, um, as Liam Neeson says, has a unique set of skills that I think is relevant to, to tonight's mm-hmm. Uh, to today's uh, conversation. So Gary is a bicycle engineer, so we thought it'd be great, not a bicycle engineer, a uh, uh, a bicyclist who happens to be a... Traffic well, engineer. A traffic engineer, right, yeah, working for for the uh, Department of Transportation. So, yeah, so we thought it'd be good to bring him on and pick his brain and, and see what he has to say. So before we did that, though, Gary, do you want to... Like, tell us a little bit about what you do. Can you tell us a little about what you do for work? Yeah, I guess, yeah, my day job. Um, I've kind of worked into into um, bicycle and pedestrian traffic engineering. So, um, yeah, the bicycling is more my passion, but also helps pay the bills now. Yeah. Work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you, like, commute to work on your bike and all that, right? So you're, during you're normal, an enthusiast as during well. During normal times, I would ride my bike to work usually. Most any time I can managed to squeeze a bike ride in instead of a car ride i'll opt for that um so do you like my my problem is that i I like to ride i guess but um like i don't like the rain (laughs) i don't like to ride in the rain (laughs) how are you with riding in the rain um it's all in my mind well this is easy to say it's all about the equipment so there's no bad weather there's only bad equipment and bad gear so Maybe oh, that's, that's oversimplifying it, but okay. um, no, I, I... You won't ever see me riding my bike in the rain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like me and camping. I used, to like, I used to like to go camping. The rain was no big deal. Things you know you got the gear, but now the older I've gotten, it's definitely I'm a fair weather camper for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Kind of a fair weather cyclist. Yeah. Not to mention that my, my size doesn't really easily lend itself to comfortably riding for too long either, so... Uh, but yeah, yeah. So but I, I guess the more about, I ride, the more my size would be. <laughs> I could work on my size, uh, but yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. I, I think that the gear helps. Um, just being in the habit helps helps me yeah. ride more. Um, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. how long have you been in your? I know you were like uh, like traffic signals for a while. I think if I remember right. Mm-hmm. And this, but when did you start? How long have you been doing the bicycle? A pedestrian part of your job. <laughs> Not that your job is pedestrian. It's, but. it's yeah, I did um, basic highway design, street design, you know, for a couple of years, signal design for about 10 years, and then I've been doing bicycle and pedestrian traffic engineering for about 10 years. So do you, yeah. do you actually, like, design bike paths, like, figure out where they're going to go, or, like, what do you... It's it's all on state highways. Um, yeah. Occasionally there's a bike path, but usually not. Um, okay. So it's it's... Yeah, how do we, where do we put the bike, you know, the bike lane, or we're talking about separated bike lanes more and more now. Um, yeah, okay. You know, protected bike lanes, I hear them called different things. That, that, for you and your job, I would imagine that you get, I guess you could call it like a blotter or something like that on how many accidents there are. Is it pretty? 
aggressive. We do look at the crash data a lot. That that kind of theoretically, anyways, that's supposed to be driving our projects and and helping us decide, you know, where to put the money. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we know that. Yeah, the more separation you can get, you know, between the bikes and the cars, the better. People are more comfortable. It's a more pleasant ride um, and safer. Awesome. So yeah. Great. That's what we're trying to do. But, but no, you said, so this is working for the state highway department. So you said along the highways, I mean, there aren't many bike paths that run along highways that I know of. At you, least so. you have this one. It's a real nice, you know, and I didn't get to ride it tonight. I, I drove my car. I'm sorry to say tonight, oh. but normally when I come over here, um, I'm well, riding up the, the, the path along the Salem Parkway and it's a wonderful ride. Yeah. yeah I'm like 50, you know, 20, 30 Oh, I guess the same way so that parkway road. is still considered a highway. So yeah, state, state yeah. run. Okay, yeah. well, that's yeah. cool. And, and biking from here because I I'll bike from here to South River Road mm-hmm. up to Dal Dallas, mm-hmm. and that's the only part that kind of sucks is when you're going by um, how not uh what's the big park down there? Um, Bush Park. No. no, the oh, oh Minto Brown. Brown. Yeah. yeah, there's almost no. It's train track slope road, but from here to downtown is a wonderful ride because you mm-hmm. can just go up a uh, high. What is it? High Street or not High Street? I'm terrible at roads here. Yeah, Front Street. For those Take of this y- path front. Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. those of you listening mm-hmm. in Germany or anywhere anywhere else around the world, we're talking about Little Salem, Oregon. So sorry for too local, but um, Guten Tag. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Guten Abend. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, the Guten Abend. I think uh, this time of night. But yeah, yeah so yeah, was, so uh, at least in the U.S., the State Department of Transportation's their bicycles are going to be. Oh, but the, some of those state highways will occur within a city, though, too, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. the one mm-hmm. we just mentioned. Uh, so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And actually, there's a there's a state law. That, I mean, it applies to. ODOT, and I mean, it applies to, you know, local jurisdiction, too, that they're supposed to be providing for bicycles and pedestrians, you know, along any highway or street. Okay. Um, and on a big highway, that's going to mean a bike lane or even better would be a bike path. Yeah. You know, it's separated. So I always thought it would yeah. be interesting or I guess just an observation that there should, because I bike a lot and there should almost be a toll. So... I know that sounds crazy, but a bicycle toll. Yeah, so so the taxes are collected in the state of you know the state of Oregon through fuel, mm-hmm. and for electric cars are now taking that on the front mm-hmm. end, and an additional electric tax to pay for roads. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't mind paying. I'd pay fifty bucks a year, hundred bucks a year. So have you bought a new bicycle lately? Yeah, I did. How About it? two years ago. Yeah. So. There was Just a within tax, the, within but. the last year, yeah, there's a tax that's levied on bikes now. I think it's only fifteen dollars, but every new bike sold in the state of Oregon. That's awesome. You know, well, so it's a fifteen dollars, and it goes into a fund. Yeah, a fund I would think projects. that you would want and that yeah. makes sense. I think like a toll road. I, I think you'd want to not do anything that would dissuade somebody from riding. It depends on how nice know. the path is, though. If yeah. if I could pay, yeah. you know, if you know this beautiful paved bike path mm-hmm. with like you said separation from the highway and mm-hmm. god that i would pay good money when, to bike on that when I, was, path. when I was in my 20s i used to ride up in portland oregon the 
bike path that goes along Interstate 205. Yeah, I bike that a lot. Um, I used to ride that all the time. And that's actually, I mean, you could ride it all the way across the river into Washington State mm-hmm. and in Vancouver, Washington, Vancouver, Vancouver, Washington. And, and that, that's a really, and that's all, there's only, you know, a, maybe a dozen or so places where it really crosses roads. It's really, and it's, and it's a, like a, what, probably a 15 mile. Same from, yeah. same something from, like that. Yeah. Uh, that same path you can go over on the on the river off of um columbia yeah like marine drive marine drive yeah marine drive all the way up it's beautiful path Mm -hmm. my goodness Mm -hmm. but yeah those cost those cost money a lot of money you know but yeah i think it's been a good that's an example of a good investment a lot of other countries have certainly made those kinds of investments but i like like the bridge when they installed that freeway bridge they built that freeway the bike lanes Mm -hmm. right down the middle of it and it's Mm -hmm. protected it's really yeah, they found you come it. up from underneath the yeah the bridge. And, yeah, that's and, not an afterthought when they did that. Yeah, that, right. That was by design, and yeah. that takes some thinking. And yeah, so we're you know we're probably a few decades behind where you know some other countries are. But so yeah, we uh, can get there. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. like I remember you were and you were even showing some pictures earlier about uh, and where where did you you and your family went to where in Europe? Oh, we, was, we love to go to Copenhagen. Um, yeah, we've been to, been to Amsterdam and. Took my mother-in-law biking around London. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah. compared, like, to your, I know that like Copenhagen is known for, it's, but Portland is too, though. Really, or at least it mm-hmm. it has a reputation mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. Do you think Portland's better than a lot of other cities around the country? Portland is probably the best in the U.S. Really, um, Vancouver, B.C. is probably the best in North America. Well, wow. not too far from here. For you being know, bike friendly, Montreal is is pretty good. I think both Vancouver and Montreal would be good for um, biking with a family if you wanted. You know, because they have set, a lot of separated bike lanes and things yeah. like that. Well, the you know Portland's got the green bike boxes that like, yeah. so you can and those like basically at a traffic light, the if you're in a car, you're actually back from the white line mm-hmm. about what is it, like maybe twenty feet something like that. Mm-hmm. There's a box that, that's mm-hmm. for bicyclists, and that's what is what is the purpose for that? Again, is to make the bike more visible. It just gets the bike out in front, yeah. So so they kind of go first, you know, when the light turns green okay. is usually what they're they're trying to do there. So the the bikes and the cars, um, typically, yeah, we usually I, I guess yeah, it results in the bikes kind of getting a head start, and so they're yeah. more visible. It it can help with the right hook crash. Um, oh, for a car turning right and a bicycle wanting to going go straight through. Yeah, it helps you know, a little bit with that. Yeah, um, I mean it only that only it only helps when the light is red, you know, and everybody stopped. And then, right. You know, so it doesn't really help if the light's green. How common are those around? Also, are others other than Portland those bike boxes? That... Portland has has put I, I bet a hundred. No, but I mean outside of Portland, are yeah. those common in other cities or? Um, they're getting there. Yeah. yeah. Salem's um, becoming very bike friendly too. Yeah. But you know, Salem, they, there's an example that they don't have any bike boxes yet, but they know? have a dedicated lanes, which I think is, we have at least bike lanes. Yes. Really nice. And we have a cycle track in town. Oh, we do. So we do between trade and ferry downtown on okay. high street. A cycle track. It's a, it's a, or a separated bike way. It's, it's behind oh, okay. some parked cars. Oh, so you're okay. right on the other side of the parked cars. Awesome. So they just, so the, flipped them. The cars, the parked cars, rather than parking on the curb, they're out about ten feet or so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now your wife, mm-hmm. I know, um, Gary, 
was really instrumental in getting a like a bike a bike way is that what you call it? what do you call it basically a a a a route a bike route um you know we've we've called it um a bike boulevard yeah there, okay. there's several names for this is it's just a, it's a um from like basically a neighborhood North street Salem. where cars are still allowed but you know bikes are most mostly most easily accommodated i guess most easily it's easier for bikes to use it yeah you know than than cars usually okay. um you know there's yeah, I guess in in the one here on in Salem is Winter and Maple Street. Um, you know, they turned some of the stop signs so that cars on the side streets have to stop, but oh, the bikes go okay. through. Um, installed a couple of four way stops. Um, what else did they do? Um, do they establish? Do they set aside space for just four bikes? I mean, like a bike, kind of a lane or a bike. There's really no bike lane. There's no there's no exclusive, you know, bikes only kind of thing on, on, on a, a road like that. So, um, they're also called neighborhood greenways and Portland has done okay. a lot of those. Seattle's done a lot of those. It's just a quiet little neighborhood street. That's kind of set up for bikes a little better than, than average. Okay. You know, the idea is to try to keep the cars going slow and, and not have too many cars on the street at, at one time. Cool. That's, awesome. that's right. a good, cheap way to, to build a bike network. You know, it's, that's much cheaper than like the separated bike lanes and and all that. Yeah. That yeah. Because I think, and I know that in some places they have gone to like elevated bikeways, right? Like mm-hmm. bike lanes that are actually raised up mm-hmm. to prevent cars from like, yeah, just to set it aside, even yep. set it apart even further. Yeah. Yep. So, and I appreciate that as a biker. I tell you, it's some, I feel like some motorists get a rush out of trying to be, extra rude to bikers have you noticed uh, i'm like when you're on when you're on a county road or you're out you know yeah. like this is like you can have a few of those truck or something yeah. you know it's just like yeah. when when i was in my <laughs> you 20s, know what i mean right i have experienced a few of those yeah when i was in my 20s um and i used to ride all the time i was riding in portland on broadway um uh which is a pretty busy street it's like I want to say it's like four or five lanes, one way, all going in the same direction. And I was riding along. I was riding in the lane, which is what I was told you're supposed to do. You ride, and it's safer because you're seen yeah. more as a vehicle it rather is. than being yeah. on the side where the car is passing you, um, with, you know, inches from you. So um, I was in the lane, and I was stopping with traffic, following all the rules of the road. And this guy in a pickup truck, I saw him. He was ahead of me. And he were riding along, and he suddenly, like, basically slammed on the brakes. He had his ar- arm up on the bench seat, looking behind out the back window. He was trying to get me to run into him, and I just could not. <laughs> so I, I stopped very suddenly and almost crashed. But another motorist uh, pulled up next to me, rolled his window down, and he, he said, uh, he goes, man, I saw that. He, he couldn't believe it. You know, it's like. Why would this guy purposely? He was just messing with me, trying to get him to run in, oh, run in the back yeah. of his truck. You that know, happened to just me, uh, really Saint crazy. Paul. Yeah, yeah. And me and my buddies, I'm six foot four. My other friends, my size, and it's a bunch of military guys biking on the road, and everybody's really tough in their car. And then you catch up to him in in St. Paul. You know, it's yeah. like get off your bike. You're like, Oh, this isn't the demographic that I thought I could bully or something. You know, it's like, <laughs> not, not, not some nerd, right? <laughs> yeah. nice. You know, it's just like, uh, it, I, I just can't believe And You know, like 
it's so yeah. unsafe. I mean, yeah. she's literally trying to run you off the road. Yeah. For yeah. no reason, really, literally yeah. no reason, other than you're, t- you know, taking a turn, you're going up a hill at mm-hmm. 14 miles per hour because that's mm-hmm. as fast as, you mm-hmm. know, as fast as I can bike up a hill at least. But, that's, that's, yeah. I haven't come up with a solution for that yet. Um, the best thing, I, I, I guess, w- w- I, you know, I, I, um, yeah, I don't like it when that happens because nobody's happy. But what I've found helps with. Yeah, motorists like that is is um, letting them know that you know that they're there. Like it's annoying if they really if they honk their horn. Yeah, you know. But at least if I know they're there, I mean, I might turn my head and look at them. You know, and yeah, I don't get all the way over because yeah, I agree it's not safe to get all the way over. Um, but at least I'll acknowledge that they're there. And if there's a white spot in the road, I will kind of move over. You know. Um, yeah, it can get, it can get th- kind of tricky if you don't have a place to pull over, though. I think is this they're annoyed because they have to slow down a little bit. Yeah. I think that's what it is. They're talking yeah. like 20, and they don't seconds wanna... out of their day. Yeah, right. At, yeah. Yeah, at yeah. most. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, podcast. Yeah. Okay. So, Spikes. So, uh, yeah. So, this is about, obviously, a podcast about kids. So, uh, I wanted to ask, like, with kids, with mm-hmm. my kids, it's, you know, the PlayStation, it's the Switch, it's watching Netflix, it's watching YouTube, it's watching... Whatever they're else they're watching, they're on their mm-hmm. screens. Like, uh, how do we get them out and ride mm-hmm. their bikes? Whether it's around the neighborhood, what mm-hmm. can we do to encourage them? Is there anything? Do you have any insight on that? Your kids are older than mine. Mm-hmm. You have a, a, a one in college and one in high school. Yeah. Uh, what do you? Yeah. Your kids probably just see you as an example and like, oh, it's just a normal thing to ride. Whereas me and my lazy butt, it's probably not a great example for for my kids. But what can we do to encourage them to? To get out and well, it, get off their screens, basically. I think this is where the Calvin Hobbes comic strip comes in. Because I think my my kids view me more like Calvin's dad. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. So uh, <laughs> you know, Calvin's dad would go camping or whatever in the rain. He didn't care. He just did it. So um, for those of you who don't know, Calvin and Hobbes was a strip in the '80s written by a guy named Bill Waterson, a comic strip that appeared in newspapers, and it was about a six-year-old kid. Who and his stuffed tiger, who the kid saw, Calvin saw as a real tiger, um, his best friend, basically. Great strip if you have a way to look it up. Look up Calvin and Hobbes. It's fantastic. But yeah, Calvin's dad, it was really, the strip was done through the kid's eyes, which is great. Mm-hmm. But Calvin's dad, uh, he thought his dad was a little bit nuts because his dad would go <laughs> yeah. out, like there was one, one, I think the strip we're both thinking of is, is he'd go out for a bike ride. And it's like freezing cold out. It's like mm-hmm. 6 a.m. in the morning. Mm-hmm. He comes back and he's all invigorated. Oh, he's had a great bike ride. The, yeah, yeah. The, the dad is. And uh, and I think, I can't remember the punchline. Oh, I, oh um, I think Calvin says something like, you know, when you grow up, you just, whatever you experience, you assume is normal. Uh, talking about his, <laughs> but his dad's crazy. Mm-hmm. But I think Hobbes says, uh, the response was, I think we'd know normal if we saw it. So, but, talking, <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. So, uh, but so, yeah. So there's, so there's a little bit of Calvin's dad where you get out a little and, bit of Calvin's dad. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah. Um, I guess that keeps me from getting too big of a head on my shoulders. I don't know, but, um, no, I guess back to your question on, yeah. How to get kids, you know, to, you, how I mean, to get them off the, off the couch and onto the bike. You, do your, do your, do your boys, do they have any, um, do you have any trouble getting them out for bike rides? I mean, I know they, you guys bike as a family or you did a lot. Before yeah. Your boys went off, um, 
I'll get, yeah. So I would get my bikes, my kids out on a bike ride. Um, uh, I guess if we had some place to go that they wanted to go. Yeah. Um, a park that they wanted to go to, um, an ice cream store that they wanted to go to. Oh, there so there had to be something in it for them. Otherwise they weren't, they really weren't, they were more interested in the destination, the destination than the trip. Itself. Not so much interested in just riding the bike, just to ride the bike. You see, my daughter loves yeah. riding bike already. That's so good. We bike, mm-hmm. she bikes literally every day we go for a bike. She, mm-hmm. she has a strider bike. She's two, but yeah. Um, every day we bike and she, yeah. so hopefully developing those good habits early and yeah. Yeah. But then she comes home and watches her iPad. So, you know, yeah. like, yeah, I'm going to try to do a thing that my friend did. Um, we're going to try it, but I can't even get her to put, get dressed in the morning right now. So, uh, mm-hmm. um, kind of difficult, but something along the lines of every two hours of outdoor play equals, you know, a half hour of video screen games time. or oh. screen time or something like yeah. that. That's a good idea. Um, that is a good idea. Just because yeah. today, I mean, even I find myself glued to my phone mm-hmm. as well, you know, just mm-hmm. so hard mm-hmm. to. It's, so overstimulated, it's hard to. As it's mentioned that because you know the iPhone, it tells you your screen time. Oh, it's up. bad. <laughs> it tells you whether it goes up or your percentage of time on your screen time on your iPhone. It tells you whether it goes up or down each week. And mine is. I don't think I've ever seen it go down. Say it was down. <laughs> it's up. It's up five percent this week over last week. And wow. I don't think it. Huh. Yeah. So I so, think part of it is is making it easy for kids to get out on their bikes. So having. You know, a, a good place to park the bike, mm. a, a place that they can get their bike out themselves. If oh, they get that's a little a good older. idea. Um, yeah, um, having a bike that doesn't take much maintenance. Mm-hmm. You know, so simpler the better, probably. Yeah, you know, we're always amazed when we travel that the bikes, you know, adults and kids are using. They're always like one gear bikes. They're always real simple. You know, they're but they don't break. <laughs> you know, they might be heavy, but they don't break. Um, People park their bikes all over the place, it seems like, in other countries. Um, yeah, a lot of times they don't even park them in garages, but they, they park them where it's easy, and so they, I think they ride them more because of that. So have you used any of, the, like, Portland and a lot of other cities have, like, bike rentals on the yeah. street? You just walk up, yeah. put your card in, your debit card those or whatever. Those are great, in. yes. Have you, have you had yes. a chance to use a lot of those? Yes. Um, have you used any in Portland, or...? I've used Portland's a couple times. Um, yeah, yeah, they have enough stations that you can go pretty yeah. much anywhere. And you can just, just do a, a one way. Bucks. You can just ride. Yeah, it. yeah. You know, my my older boy and I rode one. Still remember this was a great memory. Um, in London, we were, yeah, we were in London for a few days, and and we rode from like Buckingham Palace to I don't remember Trafalgar Square maybe, but. Um, Oh, it was it was like it was just a fun bike ride. We were yeah. on, we were on bikes, your bikes, but yeah, he and I still remember that. It was fun. Oh, well, I know the yeah. traffic in London is crazy, so that must have been an interesting. Um, yeah, Mace and I were riding in some protected bikeways. Uh, we were riding through parks. So it's okay. always nice if the parks can be connected, right? Yeah, and there's a we, lot we of parks. We kind of planned our route out. Yeah, there are a lot of big parks, so we rode through the parks, caught a couple of separated bikeways there, some other neighborhood streets. So we, we definitely stayed off of the, the main off drag. The main, yeah. Probably the worst of it was when, um, um, I don't know if it was Michelle Obama or 
it was it was some dignitary, some American dignitary came through London in a, with a motorcade. And I mean, oh. boy, they they took over the whole street. And I mean, you thought yeah. it was like an invasion. <laughs> <laughs> and so we had to get out of the way when the Americans were coming through town. God, you know. Was, <laughs> You know, I don't know. I just hate Americans abroad. No, no really, yeah. No, yeah. I really do. <laughs> no, I mean, anyway, not all Americans. You know what I'm yeah. saying, though. Anyway. I, I've got to. I, I won't tell that now because um, I'll save it for another well, time. You know, but. my mom. So my mom was born in Holland. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. Culturally, okay. you know, my grandma and my mom biked everywhere when I was a kid. Because your mom was born in Holland. My mom okay. was born in Holland. My, obviously, my whole family was. Yeah. So Armors Fort, close. Really. Yeah. Nederlanda. Your mom is Dutch. Mm-hmm. He can, yeah. Dutch. I can't remember. But you can still speak Dutch. I speak German better than Dutch. Okay. But I just remember my grandma. Yeah. She just, you know, obviously passed a couple. I think a year ago, two years ago, and uh, kicked myself in the butt because of um. She read my. She read Yana a Dutch uh, book that we our family sent us. For, that's and, the one Yana's named after. Yeah, Yana. My as yeah. a native my grandma. Yeah. Um, yeah. But my tantatini, my aunt in mm-hmm. uh, the Netherlands, sent us this childhood book that everybody in the Netherlands has. And my grandma read it to Jan, and I wish I would have recorded oh, it. Oh, yeah. I wish I would have recorded it on video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kick myself in the butt. Even that. audio would have been good. God, yeah. I really didn't. Yeah. yeah, it was very unexpected death. But um, yeah. anyways, I grew up my grandma biking everywhere, my mom biking everywhere. I remember um, when I was Jana's age, getting strapped in the back of my grandma's bike you know a, literally a car seat on the back of the bike you know mm-hmm. kind of now you see people with these high speed uh trailers and that the, kind yeah. Of oh, yeah the little half bicycles well that are and nowadays the, the dutch don't put the kids on the back of the bikes they put the kids on the front of the bikes in the chairs in the front and or, so you can talk to your kids we did that when we were in copenhagen oh, so are they facing the kids facing and the kids are facing forwards but at oh. least you can lean over and yeah. talk to them pretty easy well, I it's much better than if they're in a trailer. In yeah, the back I actually or have a trailer yeah. that my friend gave me for free. I'm going to give to somebody else that wants it because yeah. I don't feel comfortable. It's actually got yeah. pedals on it too, which is kind of weird. Oh, it's a it's a little um, it's like a tag along. Yeah, with pedals. And yeah, a, and a chain and stuff yeah. like that. But I don't I don't like it. We um we had a trailer. Uh, when when Liam was really young, we had a bike trailer that I think I bought on Craigslist for like fifty bucks. It was a just it was really it was in not in great shape but it, it we used it for a at least a couple of summers and we had one of those and we'd yeah. go riding yeah and he was he was content just to sit back there and ride yeah. And, yeah. and you can't really you're right you can't really communicate very well yeah. because you're facing forward they're behind you mm-hmm. they can't hear you mm-hmm. and with the wind and everything but yeah it was pretty cool yeah if you have um, if you have an opportunity to to ride in a like a dutch style family bike or a you know, one yeah. of those European style things where the kids are out front. And I, I um, rented a, a bike. It was called a Nahola in Copenhagen. And we went all over in the Nahola. Um, we, we would ride 20 miles in one day. We, we rode to the beach country, one yeah. day. What's that? Beautiful country. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We just, yeah, we loved it. It was, it was comfortable. We had a couple of bags of groceries, a couple of kids in this bike. It was, it was hmm. like a cargo bike. Um, yeah, much more comfortable than a trailer or something like that. Kids, yeah. kids did get a good job back there. Cool. We're in my hometown, which is a place called Nacell by Astoria, um, it's a place called Finfest that we do that every every year. I don't know if mm-hmm. you've heard of it, but 
bunch of bikes running around. Finfest. Mm-hmm. So what what does that refer to? Finland. It's a Finland thing. Oh, because yeah. that story is oh, a I bet Finnish. Yeah. So yeah, it's a colony. Finnish. It's a super Finnish colony. Yeah. They yeah. have the, the fraternities and stuff all there. And yeah. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. It's a good cool. idea. Every year they do it. I had, um, I sadly, uh, I used to work It's for also Scandinavian. So they, mm-hmm. they do both. Yeah. Um, I had, uh, I used to work for a company called OCP in Portland and, um, a guy that I work with there recently just passed away, which is really sad, but, um, uh, he had, I can't remember what it's called. He had some disease or basically it was a, some type of bone cancer. He was basically given like a year to live, but he lived, he, mm. he was, I, I, refer to him as the healthiest sick person I've ever met in my life mm-hmm. because he'd run marathons I, I guess, sick you know from he'd go for he'd go for his cancer treatments and he'd go out like <laughs> like as he's in the he had to go all the way I think to um gosh I want to say it was uh Alabama or someplace for these treatments where they did this and they like he'd still go out and go running <laughs> like while he's in his mm-hmm. in his treatments but he was super uh just an amazing guy. Most positive person. His name was, was Tim, but he, uh, for our company at OCP, he would, Portland would have these, um, bike commute, uh, competitions. Mm -hmm. So like you'd have different size companies or different classes, but you'd, so you'd be competing with, with similar size companies, but it was basically to see how many miles you could rack up. We've done that in our office. Yeah. Yeah. They they do it statewide. Oh, Mm -hmm. do they? Mm -hmm. So his Tim, Tim would ride, from if anybody knows Oregon, from Oregon City to Northeast Portland every day. That was his okay. commute, okay. and that's I want to say that's about is it, you think maybe twenty miles, yeah, something yeah. like that one yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. It's the Bicycle Transportation Alliance that did that, right? They, yeah, that's right. Yeah, but he would also yeah. like during those competitions, he would try to recruit. He was basically our point of contact for that for mm-hmm. that competition for our organization. He would try to recruit people, and mm-hmm. he would say, you know what. I'll come pick you up at your house. So he would ride to wherever their house was, yeah. pick them up, and then yeah. ride to work. And so yeah. there was a guy in Vancouver even one time. Mm-hmm. He rode from Portland to Vancouver, which is like like a 30-mile, mm-hmm. maybe from Oregon City to Vancouver, like 30 miles, and then ride back. So mm-hmm. he, he like basically doubled his normal commute. I mean, he was just so amazing. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, riding um, together is is something else that comes to mind. That yeah, you riding get your with, kids out more if you go with them. Yeah, or if know. they have maybe... Like a friend, another that, friend that wants to ride. Yeah, yeah. I, I can remember as a kid we would play cops and robbers in our neighborhood, mm-hmm. and so we'd get on our bikes. And we, one of our my friends' front porch was jail, and so mm-hmm. we would go out. You'd have some kids would be cops, some kids would be robbers, and we tag the cops would be searching for the robbers in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. riding around on different streets. And you take your front tire and you just rub your front tire to their back tire. Oh, I crashed so hard. And that. that's how you catch them. But I mean, it was like you just barely, you kind of get up next to them and they just pop and it over. that was a tag. And that, yeah, you sort of tag them like that. And then they'd have to go back to jail. And they couldn't get out until another robber came and like, you know, gave them a high five or whatever to get them out of jail. But that was, yeah. so that was something we did as kids too. Mm-hmm. And I've told my kids about that too. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, I don't think they have enough friends around here that they yeah. could do that, but I did that yeah. by mistake on one of my last rides I did and, uh, clipped in. Ooh. And it just, yeah, probably not the safest oh, thing I to do. But. 20 miles per hour. I felt like I oh. broke everything in my body. But yeah. I, yeah. The other thing I did with my kids is like, I remember 
I think it was a time we stopped. We rode over to the state capitol from our house. We stopped at your house, I think, one day. Mm-hmm. It was on the way because we had a flat tire or a mm-hmm. low tire. So you were there. Or no, it wasn't. You weren't there. I think you were there when we came back. Um, one of your sons was there, and he. Yeah. Uh, it was either. It must have been. I think Mason. it was Mason. Yeah, yeah. He got us a tire pump out, and so. Yeah. Um, because I didn't have. I didn't bring a pump with me, but. Uh, yeah, and I remember coming back from that ride, we started playing mm-hmm. Star Wars, like mm-hmm. Red Squadron, mm-hmm. you know, and so we were like, like pretending we were uh, flying X-Wings. And so that was, I think, yeah. so making a game, in addition to the ride, making a game out of the ride is something mm-hmm. else I think that, mm-hmm. um, I don't think I realized we did that as much as we, we've done, but yeah, so that's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, there were a couple of family um, trips I was going to mention here yeah. where we've made a point to take our bikes um you know on, on a family trip so fort stevens is a good spot fort stevens and that's outside if you of can astoria get, if you can get a reservation a, there. yeah that's the most popular campground in the state yeah, yeah it's tough to get so, a reservation I, think, I don't know it's either six or nine months ahead of time but that's we, have, a, we have a house a mile from there or just, just go to your house yeah yeah did, oh take really your, take your bikes over to the park yeah yeah, yeah that's a great time. place because there's a it lot is. of little destinations around there like mm-hmm. there's yeah. it's an old world war ii actually it started as a world war one fort i think mm-hmm. but um so there's like all these concrete bunkers and stuff and and there's a historical little historical interpretive center and mm-hmm. there's like uh, the wreck of the peter iredale an old ship on the you beach you can actually and, bike from stevens to the south jetty which is a yeah and there's Fort tr- stevens, which is a quite a, it's about a 20 mile round trip bike it's ride. really cool yeah. because there's like bikes there's these, all these bike trails that like you know run through the wetlands areas and mm-hmm. and they go over they have um several bri- like bicycle bridges that mm-hmm. go over some of the roads in that area mm-hmm. so it's nice mm-hmm. and safe yep um i used to do civil war reenacting and we one of our big events was at at that place and so i wanted to go take a shower we're out there for like three days and i'm like i need a shower so i went um i got a ride over to the campground mm-hmm. and then i walked back Maybe wishing you had path. a bike, huh? Yeah, yeah. wishing I had a bike, especially since it was dark out by the yeah. time I got back. It was pretty, yeah. it was a little bit freaky to be walking that bike path in the dark yeah. Yeah. and hearing like critters and stuff off in the bushes. Yeah. And yeah, But yeah, but yeah, yeah, that's a great, for those people in Oregon, if you've yeah. never had a chance to take bikes out to Fort Stevens, yeah. it's a really great. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, uh, another idea is um, Sun River. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, and over by to, to go to Sun River, uh, take by the bikes. Bend, that's all on the east side of the Cascades. It's it's there's a whole bunch of bike paths, and they've done the separated, you know, paths or bike and pedestrian paths. Um, Black Butte and you know, I haven't been to Black Butte lately. Uh, pretty nice or much, but maybe it's similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very similar. I mean, I obviously, Sun River is much yeah. larger. Yeah, and um, but I think yeah, we'd be pretty comfortable with. Um, Last time our, our kids were old enough, they, yeah, they just rode by themselves. Oh, it for sure. Nice. You know, they were play, teenagers, yeah. but I would think if your kids are um, 10 or 11, you know, that age, they ought to be okay at Sun River by themselves. The the crossings are pretty, pretty safe, it seems. Um, so they have a lot of tunnels, you know, going under the major roads. Um, Do yeah. you, uh, are there any... Have you taken any like bike specific vacations? Like, have you ever like taken a vacation basically just to go bicycling? Hmm. Um, I mean, like that's sort of a you know what I mean, like a destination. 
You're, you're going to this destination because of the bike paths. Sturgis. Sturgis. No, <laughs> if I had a motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah. Bikes. Um, Gosh, I've been in. I've been in. Oh, uh, it's ridiculous. I've been yeah. in that area during Sturgis. We, yeah, we were there. Pass. It was. Yeah. It was pretty rough. It was yeah. not my my cup of tea. Yeah. Um, Copenhagen is probably the only place yeah. I've really gone to just for the biking. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe Amsterdam too, but. Um, were you able to write any of that trip off because you were? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, work? it's a business trip. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no work did. They they paid my uh, entrance fee into the conference that I went there, but. Oh, so you went there. Me. I didn't realize you'd gone there I for a there conference. I went there work. Yeah. 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 My employer sent me and I took notes and, and, yeah, wow. and we're doing some of that stuff here, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Our bike lanes aren't blue, but they're green, you know, and take back any tasty uh, pastries from there as well. Maybe some Danishes. And probably a few extra pounds. Yes. Yeah. But boy, yeah. You, you, well, you I, feel like you can keep eating when you're on your bike there. Everybody's yeah. on their bike. You're always riding your bike. That's the best kind of vacation where you're riding yeah. or walking. I know in 2016 yeah. when we went uh, on our, uh, we did one day at Disney World at the Magic Kingdom, and then and then we went on a cruise mm-hmm. after that, and mm-hmm. I ate and ate and ate and ate, and I think I came back one or yeah. two pounds heavier. Yeah, because we walked. You know, if you don't have yeah. a car, you walk everywhere. Disney World and is the equivalent of it was of like Copenhagen, but just for pedestrians, and that's yeah. great. It's, yeah, yeah, everything you need is within it, walking distance. It was like yeah. eighteen miles, I think, is what not eighteen miles. Is eighteen miles? No, I can't be right. Maybe well, I know we were we were well over ten miles. Uh, oh yeah, I think oh, walking that day, September twenty first. Oh yeah, oh Disneyland, yeah. Okay, right. Disney World is awesome too. I just hate flying. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, would well, be cool if they had if you could bike if they had like a bike path around Disney World. Yeah, Disney yeah. World is weird. I mean, it's got a great public transportation system, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's still free for the moment. We'll see how mm-hmm. long it takes until they start charging because they're charging. For everything else, they mm-hmm. used to give provide for free, but um, uh, yeah. But there's, I noticed there's. I was trying when we were there. I wanted to walk over to one of the other resorts that wasn't too near. It was pretty close yeah. because I'd get up in the morning, go for a run, and just kind of explore. I always do that when I go on vacation. I get up before the rest of the family, and I'll go out and just mm-hmm. explore. But uh, yeah, there's no way to get from one resort to another unless you're in a car or taking their bus. Mm-hmm. There's no and there's there's no pedestrian, yeah, or very few. It's funny you have that memory, Will, because I have a similar memory um, at Disney World. Yeah, so you were, that was Disney World. Yeah, yeah. Right. I remember yeah. trying to go for a run in the morning, and I felt like an escapee, you know, because I was yeah. on the road and and like I was thinking about you know how do I get out of this park if I wanted yeah. to go see Orlando or something. And I mean, there were cameras all over. There's fences. There's you know, yeah, big roads. It's like it's not made for people. To try to escape <laughs> no well yeah it's just yeah there's not you have basically have to take the the bus to get anywhere but yeah. but and i was even thinking about like i wonder if i wanted to go like to the store the, like like go get some mm-hmm. like snacks or something like that there is no way to get out of there so yes yeah. yeah yeah you have to buy it you have yeah. to go to the cafeteria at the, at the hotel. So get your five dollar anyway. water from the vending machine at the hotel yeah all right so yeah it uh yeah, I think definitely I, the one reason I wanted to talk about this now is because this topic mm-hmm. is because, you know, spr- summer is coming hopefully mm-hmm. pretty soon, although it doesn't, mm-hmm. <laughs> it still mm-hmm. feels like winter. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and we're, here we are in the end of April and it's still, we mm-hmm. had below freezing temperatures just in the last 
like week, I think. Yeah, it's cold. So yeah, yeah. but uh, but as hopefully as things get warmer sooner, mm-hmm. it'd be great to get uh, kids out on bikes mm-hmm. and. So and a few other things come to mind here, Will, um, about getting your kids off the couch. One of the. But what help if I, if I got off the couch too? Probably. Well, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, that would be kind of have actually to, intervention, not a podcast. You know, um, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we don't have to look too far. Um, yeah, sometimes the the problem is is us, you know, yeah. or, or it's it's a spouse who's not comfortable with a kid, you know, taking off and riding their bike. Yeah, you know? by, like, by my wife is. Yeah, my wife is is. is more careful than I am. Oh, yeah. sure. I'll be like your wife then. That's, you know, well, yeah. And, and so, I mean, inevitably one parent is going to be more cautious than, than the next parent. And so the kid, kids will pick up on that and yeah, you know, we got to figure out how to deal with it, you know? And, and I, I don't mean just squash that fear. Cause I think it might be a healthy fear. Um, you know, so, you know, look for ways to, I don't know, go riding with your kids, you know, Teach them the things you think they need to know to be safe on the road. You know, maybe have them lead the ride one time, you know, where you're 10 or 20 feet behind them. You know, they have to show you that they know how to do it like safely. That, yeah. you know, but I think maybe there, there's some ways to, to kind of work through it little, you know, little baby steps at a time. Well, I think, uh, all, I mean, like our kids, they walk, they're walking home from school now at least a couple of days a week. Yeah. And that's like they're walking almost a mile. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if they can walk a mile, they can ride. Yeah, you know. And both of my kids now, my thirteen-year-old and eleven-year-old, they both have cell phones mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And so I think kids mm-hmm. are younger and younger are getting phones. And there's no. Mm-hmm. I remember somebody telling me that, um, uh, you know, we, we think of the world as being so much more dangerous now, and I guess in some ways it is. But as far as like day to day. And this is going to depend upon what area you're in too, but, mm-hmm. but she was saying, actually, if you look at statistics, it's no, there's no more cases than there were. We hear about them more because of, mm-hmm. we're, media. yeah, we're just surrounded by information, but also in some ways it's safer because there's phones mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got a phone, you know, you and could cameras walk everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And cameras, you could walk mm-hmm. up to somebody and, you know, if you, if a kid feels like they're in danger, they could really, from like somebody following them or something, mm-hmm. they really just have to make it to the next adult Yeah, and, and, and they're going to be safe. They can have somebody to, and chances yeah. are going to be able to trust that person, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, and just make a yeah. phone call. Yeah. There shouldn't so, be as much stranger danger now as, as, yeah. as maybe was justified, you know, yeah, 10 I, I years can, ago. I can't believe I survived my childhood. Yeah. All the stuff we did when we were kids. But know. we did. Yeah. 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 Drinking yeah. out of the hose. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> the garden hose. Many That's times. Like, many yeah, times. We always did that. But yeah. yeah. Uh, rubbing our, ti- our our bicycle tires together while yeah. riding. Uh, what about yeah. playing cards in the bicycle? Oh. Kids to do yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sounds like a motorcycle. Oh, so sure. cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Now, yeah. That's part of making it fun. Well, now, like... You have e-bikes, so I mean, like you don't even really. Mm-hmm. My dad just bought one. Uh, Did he really? Yeah, very nice. Those are they're pretty. I haven't priced them. They're pretty pricey, aren't they? Not that like fourteen hundred bucks. <laughs> I don't know. If my car's worth fourteen. Well, for <laughs> in the <laughs> bike world, that's but yeah, pretty. Yeah, I guess entry level for depending yeah. on. I mean, when you're have you? How do you feel about e-bikes, Gary? I like them. Yeah, yeah. Well, my dad's traveling. You know, he, he snowbirds to Florida. Yeah. And so he has a decent, uh, RV. He rides that far? No. Oh, no. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. So his thought was he bought two of them, one for him and one for his wife. So when they go to a yeah. park and they want to bike 10, 15 mm-hmm. miles to go to the store or whatever, they don't have to take the RV. They just oh, jump yeah. on the e-bike and it's basically illegal. Yeah. It's a you know a light, cheap moped 
Yeah, you know, and they get a little exercise. That's great. Yeah. Really, yeah. it's their the motors usually. It's like a assist for hills and stuff, right? Isn't that what the main? Oh yeah, it's, it helps a lot. Yeah. I mean, you can bike eighteen yeah. miles per hour. With yeah, those bad boys. I think yeah, the thing to be yeah, that's good. If just so they don't go too much faster than that, I yeah. think it, the danger comes when they start going a lot faster than a regular. Because you're bike. gonna have a kid like uh, you know yeah. somebody on a bike going like what ten miles an hour, fourteen. Yeah, usually yeah, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Okay, you know. But then, you know, and fa- obviously faster down a hill, and, and drivers yeah. expect that. But, um, yeah, yeah, I think you just got to keep the, you know, I'll say the same thing about, like, kids riding on sidewalks. I think generally when kids get older, at least, you know, we're trying to encourage them to use the bike lane, you know, um, do more of a vehicular cycling kind of a thing. But, you know, when they're little... Um, you know, like, well, your kid's age, thinking maybe the sidewalk is still okay. Yeah. You know, and, and particularly if they can keep the speed down. Yeah. You know? I I remember, it's probably been three years now. Uh, mm-hmm. Back, maybe it was, I think it was when the pandemic started. That's when it was. Um, I'm working from home, and my kids are at home. Uh, during This is during the summer, I guess. And I <laughs> was just to get them out of the house. There's a, a grocery store like a mile from mm-hmm. here. I said, you know mm-hmm. what? Here's 20 bucks. Go to the store. You can keep whatever you have left over. That was the sweetener. That was They the, probably loved it, didn't they? Yeah, they, they yeah, and it was like my attempt to get them to have a little independence, get them out. Mm-hmm. And they I think they walked or took scooters. I think maybe they didn't have a they didn't yeah. use their bikes. But yeah, just to get kids out on their own mm-hmm. and yeah, like when I was a kid, we lived in Oh, I don't know. It wasn't a very big town, but we lived in Albany when I was a kid. And my brother and I walked like a mile to school. We'd stop at um, at like the little, actually there was a Denny's little restaurant there that had the counter, uh, where you pay has like, you know, gum and, and, uh, like candies and stuff in it. So we'd stop there and buy candy or yeah. something mm-hmm. like, that. yeah, we had, um, a little more independence. And mm-hmm. I think the bicycle that really gives a kid the independence to be able to go out and do yeah. Go yeah. further, maybe, than yeah. they would be able to if it was yeah. simple, if they were just going to walk. Yeah, yeah, and that's so, where it's kind of yeah. Our job as parents to get out of the way when when we think our kid is ready yeah. for that independence. You know, give them the independence. Hopefully, by then they've they've um, also got some education and they know what they're supposed yeah. to be doing to stay safe. Um, that can be a fun time. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, I was going to say, Gary. Mm-hmm. Last last words of advice. We're running kind of late on this podcast. Anything. No, we're about forty-five minutes, somewhere oh. in there. Well, it's kind getting of t- late. It's kind so. of typical. It is getting yeah, it's getting a little late. <laughs> yeah, um, boy, the early bird over here is ready to go to bed. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I no, I'd say just yeah. Try to keep um, incorporating, you know, your kids with your, um, you know, family um, bike outings, you know, as much as you can. Um, be looking for those opportunities. Probably, you know, there's probably more opportunities in, in the everyday kind of things, going down to the store, yeah, um, going to the park, you know, those those that kind of everyday activities rather than, you know, family vacations and yeah. things. Um, yeah. So, huh. yeah. Love it. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap us up uh, for today. Uh Thanks, Gary, for joining in. Will you come back mm-hmm. at some point? Yes, we could talk. Um, well, we should go on a bike ride. I, when I first started <laughs> this, yeah. When I first started this podcast, I remember asking you, and you were like, "Really?" Has oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't, you didn't want to. And then I said, "Well, you can yeah. come on and talk about bikes." Okay. And so 
Yeah, we've been actually this has kind of been in the works for a couple of years now. So yeah. um, at least yeah. so. Uh, in fact, we had planned to, and then the pandemic happened and mm-hmm. kind of shut us all down. But uh, we're still looking for sponsors. So Pearl Azumi. <laughs> How about Trek? Um, yeah, Trek. Yeah, uh, <laughs> okay. Shimano. Yeah, I mean we're yeah. sure. Still looking for sponsors. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. We didn't talk Star Trek tonight at all, though. So I kind of feel like I feel a little piece of me is mm. not quite complete, but but that's mm. okay. We'll get over it. But you didn't so mention Star Trek. I did mention I mentioned Star Wars. Just now. Oh, I did mention it. Now yeah. you mentioned both. So now I got both in. Okay. All right. So I feel better. All right. But um, well, thanks, Gary, for, for coming by. Uh, if you have stories you want to tell about bicycling with kids or. Uh, what you did as a kid when you bicycled, reach out to us. You can reach us at pwgupodcast at, at gmail.com, and we'd be happy to hear from you. And uh, But I think other than that, uh, we're going to sign off, say goodbye. Bye, everybody. I didn't even notice your shirt until just now. Yeah, got a bike shirt on. Yeah. <clears throat>